Thank you for listening to another episode of Pin the Q Podcast. We're preserving the culture and traditions of the fire service is our priority. For more information, visit www.pintheq.com and subscribe to Pin the Q Productions on YouTube. It's our honor to showcase the best of the bravest. Everyone, welcome back to Pin the Q Productions, Pin the Q Podcast. Again, bringing you something different in the fire service, and this one you're going to like. John, welcome to the show, brother. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no worries, man. I uh, saw your product. I saw what you're doing. Pretty cool. Congratulations on the podcast, by the way. Thank you. You'll, you'll see it's a fun venture. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's the be- like the best pain in the neck I've ever signed yeah, up for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, before we get any further, bro, why don't you introduce yourself, everybody? Yeah, thank you. Uh, hey, everyone. I'm John Vogt, um, firefighter paramedic. Um, I currently hold the rank of lieutenant. I'm on the job in South Florida for 12 years. Um, and I started a brand called Rescue One CBD. It's uh, a CBD product specifically for firefighters that is safe for the job. So you can take it and not have to worry about uh, failing a drug test. Now, I'm so, sure you get these questions all the time. Uh, because, you know, you just said what everybody wants to hear and that, am I going to pass a drug test? Um, I mean, this yeah. is, this is all uncharted waters. So, um, it's pretty interesting that you, you took a leap on this. Yeah, that's exactly what it feels like sometimes is that it is a leap. Um, you know, there is no one else that's, that's sticking their neck out like we are, as far as saying we're making a product that we believe in 100% that you won't fail a drug test. Um, and that's because uh, the fire service is a little bit shaky on, on uh, the CBD industry. You know, it's kind of unknown. So yeah, that I would say that is our biggest question. That's the number one question is, will I pass a drug test if I take your product? So John, before we go too far into uh, the product, which I'm, I'm excited to learn more about it. Tell me a little bit about how this all started for you as far as the fire service is concerned, because uh, without this product, the fire service wouldn't be right. So tell me a little bit yeah. about the journey. Yeah, I um, I had really bad foot surgery. I had to get my left, left ankle fused, um, which means now I can't move left and right anymore. I can only move up and down. And um, the rehab for that is um, the the worst rehab. Well, it's the it's the worst recovery that you could have as far as an orthopedic surgery goes. And um, a, a lot of people don't go back to the job after they get it. So uh, I had to find. I found out that I I was going to be on opiates for months, um, which I was, and it, it was, it was tough getting off of them. You know, I'm, I'm not ashamed to say it, that, that I had a dependency and, uh, I had to go back to work. Um, so, you know, I quit cold Turkey, you know, after my last bottle ran out and I could have gotten another prescription. And I was like, man, I don't like that. I can't get off. This. So I stopped, uh, and didn't ask for another refill, even though I was still in pain and it was hard uh, stopping that. And I, I thought to myself, how many other firefighters all over the country are, you know, getting this exact same situation You get hurt on the job or you, you, um, you know, get hurt off the job and you have to go through this recovery. They give you opiates cause that's all we got. And then you, you go down a slippery slope, brother, you know, it's dangerous. And, uh, 
So I discovered CBD after that. Um, I wish I would have discovered it before, but, um, you know, my sleep was all messed up after, um, you know, stopping opiates and going back to the job, you know, at my, at my house, um, at the house I was at then, uh, you know, running three to six after midnight is, is normal. And I mean, you know, even if you run one after midnight, a lot of times you run none after midnight, you know, you'll still have bad sleep at the house. So, uh, my sleep was screwed up. So I, I found CBD and it completely changed, um, everything about the way I slept. And I realized, um, that I was getting poor quality sleep and I wasn't sleeping for long enough and I got better sleep and I slept for longer, uh, while taking it. And, uh, I thought to myself that this has to be a game changer for the fire service, but, um, guys and girls are afraid of it out there, you know? So I wanted to start a brand that where they didn't have to be. So that that's how we got started. It's interesting when you talk about that slippery slope, because it is. And, uh, one, I know guys that got injured on a job and couldn't come back and led to depression. It led to substance abuse, alcoholism, even suicide. So, you know, when I think about this product and I think about how, how it could literally be a game changer, it's huge. Yeah. Um, and you know, it, you'll hear a lot of brands say the potential benefits and, you know, it could be, and it's possibly, and we kind of dance around the idea that it is or is not, um, you know, what we have in the, in the fire service is a culture of, if you have an issue, you, you, uh, medically or with sleep, with depression, with anything, you go to the doc and, um, you know, they, they prescribe you something and that's it. And, uh, the, the culture of the fire service is just like medicine in general, where, you know, if you have high cholesterol and you go to the doc, he doesn't sit you down and say, Hey, look, we're going to come up with a diet plan for you. You should probably not eat high cholesterol foods. No, he's going to say, what kind of cholesterol medication do you want to go on? You know? Yeah, you're and, right. It's, it's sad. Right. And the same thing goes for sleep. If you have a sleep issue, he's not going to start to say, hey, change the way you, you watch TV at night, get off your device three hours before bed, you know, start wearing blue light blockers to stop blue light from interfering with your REM sleep. No, he's going to say, do you want Ambien or Lunesta? <laughs> you know, right. and um, they don't even they don't even go down the holistic route. Um, so and the, the fire service in general, you know, you could you could have a prescription for Ambien, which is a benzo and test positive for benzos while you're working on the job. And that's okay. But they don't want you to take CBD because they're unsure of the legality of it. They're unsure of whether it gets you intoxicated. And I'm here to kind of stop that and change that. So you took this on, tell me what it's been for you personally on this journey, because it's, it's gotta be a lot. Yeah, um, it, it is. And, and initially I was scared. Uh, I'll be honest. I was, I was very nervous that I would get somebody to lose their job. Like I was worried that I had a million what ifs in my head. Like what if um, somehow the production got messed up? What if, uh, and, and we, we didn't take the THC out or, you know, anything it's completely illogical stuff because of, of how we produce it. It's, I don't want to use the word impossible. And my lawyer definitely doesn't like me using the word impossible, but it, it, it's almost impossible to get, to get THC in there. And uh, we have so many redundancies. So 
but that's how it was, was like, am I going to, am I going to be the cause of somebody losing their job? That was when I was going to first start the company. And after visiting so many places and seeing, you know, when, when we, when we decided on the, um, the, the, the partner that we picked to, for farming, for extraction, um, it was because of, of how they make it. And I've never seen anybody else do it. And we can get into that in a little bit if you want, but, uh, you know, my first instinct when I was starting, it was fear. The reason we went with these people is because they were, they were amazing. And we know that we make a safe product. Um, but after that, you know, after I kind of overcame that and I saw that we were, you know, just passing drug test after drug test, um, I, I, I developed this sense of pride, you know, and now I'm just proud of what I'm doing. I've, I told myself if I could just help one person that, uh, it would be worth it. And I I've had so many people just call me out of the blue that I never met and say, this is what, this is what it did for me. X, Y, and Z with my sleep, with my anxiety, with my pain, with anything. And I was like, man, if we shut the doors tomorrow, I'm, I'm good. You know, I'm happy. So I'm really proud of what, what our whole brand has done to this point. That's awesome. I, I literally was just going to say to you, have you had those reassurances? Like those people call you and say, Hey man, this is yeah. amazing. Thanks so much. Yeah, we get it. We get it often. And I love hearing it every time I hear it, you know, um, it just, it's like a reminder of what I'm doing. So uh, right. it's, it's a lot of hard work. Good. It pays off. Yeah, exactly. So what, what is it about this product that you're excited about? Tell me what it does for you. Uh, for me, it changed my sleep completely. And that's just me. I obviously the inflammation with my foot surgery is um, it's still there. My doc told me about six years wow. until the, completely wears off and and I get all my mobility back um so the regimen is important for me just to keep inflammation down and my sleep is awesome you know and I can I could never have said that up until this point in my career because I always I like working at a busy house I, I don't like being up after midnight but I like you know I like running calls so right. that's part of it right and um so but but uh I want to be able to be healthy also. So that's where I, that's what I get out of it personally. Um, what I'm excited about is the fact that I think that we're going to be a, we're probably going to be a big beacon for, for change in the fire service. Um, and you know, what I see myself doing is bringing this to national recognition. We're going to FDIC in August. Um, and we'll be, uh, we'll be there trying to get the word out and to try to, Hopefully it already got rescheduled once. Right. Uh, I heard Bobby Halton today talking on, we were in a clubhouse chat and he was saying still on. So um, I'm optimistic, but yeah, hopefully we'll be there in August and we can get the word out. And uh, if we, if we can, um, I want to get a published medical study where we get a hundred firefighters and we are going to test them not only to show that it doesn't cause a failed drug test, but, to show their improved sleep, their improved pain, their improved anxiety and stuff like that. So that's where I see the future of it in the short term. Um, you know, it's, it's never been more exciting of a time to do it because I think until we get something like that, I don't, I don't know if the fire service is going to be a hundred percent like ready for it. You know, we need some proof. And any, anything new, you, you know, us, the we, two things we hate are the way things are and change. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> exactly. So, so uh, it's interesting to see, are you starting to see, uh, it's a younger 
group of individuals that are on board with this or are you starting to see it's all over? It's, it's actually mostly uh, the senior guys and girls. It really is. Um, And I think it's a combination of them being on the job long enough to have these problems, you know, like the rookies haven't messed up their sleep schedule yet. You know, they don't have the, the beat up knees, elbows and shoulders yet. And the, the older guys and girls do. Um, And also I think they've, the, they've been on the job long enough to have gone through what a surgery is like, what the recovery is like, what pain medication is like. They're like, I I, I don't want to do that again. You know, I want to change something here. They're ready for the change. I thought it would be the opposite. I thought like the newer yeah. generation would be more open to it. And That's the what older I thought would be too, resistant. just because they would be resistant to it. Cause again, it's something new and you know, it, it's not widely accepted yet. So I'm, I'm, I'm surprised and I'm happy to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Over, over the age of 40. That's, that's our normal. Um, and that's not old, but I mean, if you think about most people getting hired, you know, in the early twenties, that's a long time on the job. Yeah. So the, the CBD oil is also helps with inflammation. That's the, so of all the research that's been done and there's been an extensive amount, the, the second largest thing that's been researched is inflammation. Hmm. Um, so, and that's, and that's inflammation at its root cause. So not just from an injury, but you know, when you stay up all night, it creates a lot of cortisol and it creates inflammation throughout your body. And that can be reduced by CBD or inflammation from diabetes, inflammation, um, from an inflammatory diet. Um, you know, all of that, it's, uh, it's, it's uh, oxidative stress is what you know, they, they call it and CBD reverses that it's what's known as an antioxidant. So it stops that, but it, it stops inflammation at its, at its root, which is really interesting because, um, you know, they did a recent study on ibuprofen and they found that it raises endocannabinoids in your body, the same ones that CBD does. No kidding. So they found a similar mechanism of action between ibuprofen and CBD. Um, and this is like, you know, whenever I look at these studies, it's, it's not like John Vogt doing it in his basement. You know, this is like Duke University, Cornell, <laughs> right. you know, it's, it's, it's Harvard, it's, it's real schools with real docs, and it's been going on for decades. Um, you know, so yeah, it is, it is a potent anti-inflammatory. Now you're, you're a firefighter just like me. Like, so what, what was it like to get this thing off the ground? Was there a lot of, a lot of headache, a lot of startup, uh, a lot of people telling you're crazy? All of that, <laughs> all of that. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's what, what financial industry calls a high risk industry. And, uh, so they put us in the same category as strip clubs, used car dealerships, smoke, smoke shops, no kidding. Um, bail bonds. Yeah. Wow. So, so every time someone swipes a credit card for our product, um, you know, we get charged a really high rate, like way more than anybody else would get charged. Like if you were buying, you know, a sub sandwich, you know, or something like that. Yeah. I, w- I would never even know that. That's so interesting, you know? Right. And same thing. Like I'm, I'm just a fireman. Like I would not have known, like I had to educate myself on all this stuff. I went from, you know, I have no entrepreneurial background, no experience in this stuff. And, 
my fiance who helps me run the company is she's a it genius she's really good with computers so she was the website builder i taught myself some marketing and some some business stuff and i just a lot of youtube man and i started getting myself off the ground and uh yeah so a lot of people are like not telling me i'm crazy but they were like hey are you sure you want to do something in the cannabis industry with the fire service you know and i'm like it's not cannabis it's you know it comes from a cannabis plant but it's not, not marijuana you know so uh it 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 was a lot of a learning curve there was t- a ton of headaches i'm sure someone with a business background probably would have had it a lot easier um because they could have foreseen a lot of stupid mistakes but you know that's part of the process man you know and, and i actually enjoy that i like that side of it um i like learning sometimes the hard way but yeah there there was there was uh, no shortness there was no uh, small amount of, of headaches and and uh, problems that i had to have for sure well, just like, you know, any startup is difficult and especially with something like you have where you, you got to really sell this. It's not like you're selling a product someone wants to buy. You have to sell something that you have to teach people, educate them, make sure they know it's safe. And right. once you get past that hurdle, I mean, that's a huge accomplishment where people trust you basically with their career. Yeah, that's and that's what it feels like, um, you know, and and. I really want to convey that, that, uh, I know what people are trusting me with and I try to, I try to be as personable as I can. You know, it's impossible for me to get on the phone with every customer, um, or email them or anything, but I always try to, and I always try to be in contact because I, I, I want to be able to answer questions. I want to be able to talk as much as they want. Um, you know, like just before this podcast, somebody called me and, you know, never talked to me before they had like, 20 questions about the product. And, and, uh, he was like apologizing for how many questions he had. And I'm like, no, this is what I'm here for. You know, I, I want to be able to answer this stuff because yeah, I think you're, you hit the nail on the head. They're, they're trusting me with, with their career. And, um, it means a lot to me that, that they, that they do that, but it doesn't go unnoticed because I, I pour my blood, sweat and tears into, into making sure this stuff is, is perfect, you know, and, uh, I won't put it on the shelf until it's been tested at least three times. So we and know, we always know it's, it's clean. Absolutely. And, and, you know, like we said before, this is, these are your brothers and sisters out here. This isn't just a product you're selling on the shelf. Yep. So it certainly has a lot more meaning to you uh, as it, as it is everyone else that's out there listening. Tell me about exactly. the start of this, the fire service for you. How did you, how did you end up starting the fire service? Um, my, my mother is actually a, a firefighter paramedic and um, she uh, she was my inspiration for starting when I got into the Explorer program or like, uh, you guys have juniors, junior firefighters up there, you know? And, uh, so I got into that when I was 15 and, and I thought, I thought I might like it, but I wasn't sure. Um, so I, I was just like, let me try it out. Well, I spent five years in that program. I, 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 it became my whole life. I mean, um, I'm one of those guys who's very, very into the job, super ate up. I love going to training. I love going to conferences. Um, I've always been very, very passionate about the fire service. And uh, it was because of her. Like she, she was my inspiration of, of getting into it. She actually today, she got a promotion um, for what she says is going to be her last one. She got promoted from captain up to EMS captain. She, she's over in the uh, Palm Beach County Fire Department. Good for her. And um, yeah, so just that's her like career achievement. She's like, I'm done. So. She's going to spend a little bit more time there and retire soon. Um, but 
that's, that was my, uh, my direction. And the department that I got hired on was the same department I started in the Explorer program. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. and now I, now I run the Explorer program, that same one that I started in. I absolutely love that. You know, when you give yeah. back like that, it's, it's always more, way more rewarding than being it in the is. program itself. You know, when you're one day now in charge of a program, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. So you, you're the yeah. first, you're the first brother I ever spoke to that had their mother start in the fire service. Uh, you're the first man. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. What's cool is the battalion that she worked in butted up against my city. So I've had uh, instances where we've seen each other working together or I see her at the hospital or I'll, I'll uh, run calls with her. Uh, so um, it's uh, it's very, it's a very unique experience here yeah, for sure. But I, I've heard that before where they're like, you don't really hear a uh, son getting into it after their mother. Yeah. I, this is the first I've ever heard, but uh, I got to tell you, man, she must be super proud uh, of you. That's so cool. You guys got to see each other on calls. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was cool. So, you, you worked your way through the fire service and you're an officer. So tell me about your promotion. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's different. I've, I've been promoted for, um, almost five years now. And, um, so I, I've 12, 12 years on the job total. Um, and it, it's different, man. It's, it's like, I, sometimes I kind of miss, uh, riding in the back and, uh, yeah it's just it's so much more fun you know <laughs> uh but but i really like where i'm at because my crew is top notch man they um they 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 make me want to come to work and uh right. i've seen them i've seen them operate and make the difference in life or death you know i've seen them operate and uh make the difference on a fire on a on an extrication and i feel like a part of me is, is, uh, is responsible for, for how that operation went because, you know, I wanted to build that crew and I never want to take re responsibility for the positives. I always want to give those away, but, you know, um, in the development of the crew and, and how we work together, um, that's, that's where I'm like, all right, that when something good happens, like it's, it's worth it. But yeah, like run of the mill stuff day to day, I do miss, um, you know what we say wearing the gray shirt because officers wear white shirts and which i hate and uh and and uh firefighters wear gray so uh yeah I, I sometimes i do miss wearing the gray shirt but um it's a it's a unique challenge man and it's um it's something that i think i i needed to do at the time i was on the job where i felt like i wanted to grow um but yeah it's uh it's a lot it's it's a it's a totally different animal so I'm going to ask you a question that I'm sure you get asked all the time. And that is, how are you juggling your career? Also being a, a fire officer, which you know has its own unique challenges. And then on top of that, the business. How you manage? Yeah. And, and the Explorer program. <laughs> um, it's, it's a lot. I, I've, I, I have for sure. I have, you know, four full-time jobs. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what it feels like. But, you know, I feel like, one makes me good at the other. Um, it's uh, I'm reminded constantly of, of why I started this brand. You know, when I, when I see people with struggles with pain, with, um, with prescription medication, with, um, you know, things that I think that we could help with, I'm reminded of it and it, it's total motivation. So 
it is a it is hard to juggle, especially coming off shift. But I remember why we got to do it. And um, you know, when I feel tired or anything else, you know, my love for the job is definitely my motivation to do to do more with the with the brand. And I want to, you know, um, I don't want to just be one of those guys who kicks his feet up at the station and doesn't train anymore because he's got a business. So when I when I work on shift. I put the computer down, man, you know, and, and, um, um, just on the job. And, uh, that makes it really difficult if I didn't have the team that I have with the brand to help me with customer service, with packing and shipping orders and running. I, there's no way I would be able to do it. Um, because 24 hours, I'm not, I'm, I, you know, I'm not answering the phone. I'm not answering emails. I'm not doing any of that stuff. So it is, it is hard juggling it. Uh, but, like I said, I, I absolutely love the challenge. I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade it. Talk to me a little bit about your team. You know, you say that you have people helping you out, which obviously need that. Talk to me about that. Yeah. Um, my, my fiance is my go-to. Um, and I'm not just saying that cause I have to, <laughs> cause I know she'll <laughs> listen to this. Right. Um, you know, she, she really is like everything I've done with design, with the website, with, big ideas. I have to bounce off her first. She's, uh, she's very intelligent. And, um, you know, so as far as the big picture stuff, that's her. But, um, I, I actually, uh, we're kind of a family business. My father and my sister helped me, um, with day-to-day stuff. Um, so they're full on into it. And, uh, two of the guys I work with also, uh, work with me on, uh, on the brand as well. So here it is right there. I knew yeah. that was going to happen because, you know, Oh yeah. 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 You always got the brothers at the house. I want to help out. Yes. And so it's yes. good that it's a family business, which truly is a family business. Yep. Both families, my, my family at the house and my fa- my, my, you know, related blood family and they, uh, they make it happen, man. So um, it's a little bit of overlap where they know how to do everything that I can do. Um, I'm just, I, I need to be the guy that's the face of the company. Unfortunately, I didn't want to do that, but um, we talked about it so many times where it was just a matter of somebody has to be the face to, so, so guys and girls can trust what we're doing and to be able to look at somebody in the eye and ask them the questions, the hard questions. And I'm the, I'm the person who's been researching it the most and knows the most about the product. So I'm the guy who does that, you know? So aside many, from that, how many yeah, years so, you have into this so far? I mean, like total years, uh, three, three total. It was a year of building and then we've launched for two years. So how nervous were you when you finally said, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to launch this. We're going to see what happens. I mean, you must've been terrified. I was terrified. Yeah. Um, I didn't know if we were going to fall flat on our face. I don't, you know, I didn't know how well it was going to be received by the fire service. I didn't, you know, and I've never, you know, run a, a, a business. So it was a lot of, uh, a lot of unknowns in a brand that, you know, it's an uphill battle to get in, to get CBD into the fire service anyway. So um, yeah, it was, it was nerve wracking, but worth it. Tell, tell me what your, five-year plan is? I know it's a difficult question, but what would you see in the future, even not five years, but just in the future for your company? Yeah. I, for me, it's an easy question. I'm always thinking like five years and then 10 years where, where we want to be in five years. I want to um, have the IAFF say that CBD is safe for firefighters to use. That's my, that's my main goal. 
And I don't care if it's my brand or not. I don't care if um, we're even around them. I want to make enough of a change so that the IFF um, would come out and, and basically say that, you know, you guys don't have to put a, any kind of language in your contract that says that this is um, anything contradictory. Like it's totally safe for the job. Well, an endorsement from, from that, you know, FMBA, IF, all of it, it's just a huge endorsement. Yeah. If something were to happen, I mean, that right there right, is, is when you know you made it and when it's trusted by the community. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, it's one thing if I'm telling people you're safe to take it, um, I'm selling the product. So immediately, not, not that I'm not trustworthy, but people are going to immediately assume that, of course, I'm going to say that. I'm not going to say, no, this stuff doesn't work. You know, uh, that's, I wouldn't be doing this if it didn't. And, uh, but when it, when it gets proven safe and obviously the, the five-year plan of having the IFF do that means that I need to do a hundred things for it to get there. I have to have a published medical study that says this stuff doesn't cause a failed drug test because there is none so far. Um, I have to have years of past drug tests. I have to have um, a ton of, of confidence and to get the buy-in from people, you know, that are working in the IFF and, and universities and researchers and all kinds of stuff. Um, so, you know, it's not going to be for nothing and we're only going to get there by having a, a, a truly, truly high quality product. But like I said, it doesn't even matter if, if it says rescue one or not, it doesn't matter if we're in business or not. I know what the stuff's going to do for the fire service. And, uh, you know, there's probably going to be more than one brand for firefighters. Um, you know, there's, there's, there's plenty of reputable brands out there. It's just, none of them say you'll, you can take this and pass a drug test. So that's the, uh, that's the kicker, you know, brother, tell me how you can get this product. How do these individuals get on here and how do they order it? Yeah. Um, the, the, the best way to order it is, uh, Omnia naturals.com, uh, O M N I a naturals.com. And, uh, you'll see on there that uh, we have our lab tests where you can see how everything is uh, uh, checked. Um, the process that we you know, do to, to make sure that there is no THC in there. And when we say no THC, that means it's non-detectable levels. It's 0.000%. Uh, so that's zero parts per million of THC. Um, and then, you know, the ordering process is very easy. So you can just uh, check out like you would any other website, throw in your credit card information. And brother, what if someone has a question about the product and, you know, they're watching this episode right now or listening to it and they say, oh, I, I got a couple of questions. I'm interested, but I have a couple of questions. How can those be answered? Yeah, we have a few ways you can. Um, if you're listening here and you want to go onto our website, you can chat with us live on the website. Um, you can reach out to us on any of our social channels on Instagram, on Facebook. You can email me. Um, John, J-O-N at rescue1cbd.com. Um, you can even, I even give people my personal number, um, call, text, whatever you got. It's uh, area code 561-570-5233. And uh, that, that, that's, my, that's my cell phone number. I, I put it out there to anybody that has questions because I, I need you guys to know that um, you know, I'm, I'm here to answer the hard questions, whatever you guys got. Well, that right there is enough for me. I mean, if you're going to get out your personal number, that's yeah, that's huge. Yeah. 
Yeah. Brother, before I let you off the hot seat, is there anything you'd like to add or is there anything one you'd like to thank? Yeah. Um, first of all, thank you for having me on here, man. I haven't, um, I haven't really been on a, a podcast, um, you know, a, a large podcast before I've, I've had a couple and, uh, you know, I do appreciate, I appreciate the, the, the faith in having me on here and, and everybody Absolutely. that's listening. Absolutely. Um, so that's pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, my, my family who helps me with to run this, my fiance and my team, I, I couldn't do without y'all. That's great, bro. And, and it's good thing you said that she can be in trouble otherwise. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Are you married? You, you must know how this drill works. I'm telling you, you always got to give recognition where to do. So right. brother, uh, I thank you for coming on the show. I'm excited about learning more about the product. I know that people are going to go onto the website and check it out. Um, it's cool that you gave your personal number. I think that says a lot about you as an individual, but uh, also about the company that you're, you're trying to get out there. So ladies and gentlemen, if you have any questions about this, you know how to get a hold of this man. This is one of our brothers. Check out his products, see what he has to offer. And we'll be back for more episodes coming soon.